You think you know me. and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the kingdom. And if you're listening live, then you are entering the realm of the Kings of the Rings podcast. We cover it all from WWE to NXT, past, present, and of course, the future. Join us every week as we break down a sport we all love to hate. You know it, you love it, and we got it. Every week, we are joined by the host, the founder, the proprietor, the vision. It's me, it's me, it's Willie T. Chuck Effin Palumbo. Oh, did you even watch Raw? Did you even watch Raw? Macho, macho madness. Yeah, commentary. Oh, yeah. We're going to WCW, McMahon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. You know who I am, but you don't. No, I'm here. Ayo. And joining him every week, new to the show, is the man, the one, the only, the insane Dave999 Malkovich. I wear a Kalisto luchador mask to raise. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Boom. I was a shield guy. And together, we form the Kings of the Rings podcast, where you name a ring, and we will sure as hell become the king. Because it's time. We're the kings. Oh, it's time. Of the rings. It's kings of the rings. Time. to the 22nd, 23rd, I forgot to look, episode of the Kings of the Rings podcast, where the Royal Rumble is upon us, but right now it's me, it's me, it's Willie T. Now I'm looking at Dave wearing a goddamn unicorn horn. Lawrence. It was Francesca. 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 You were wearing... Let's go. You were wearing a unicorn horn. I'm assuming you could wear that with the Kalisto mask, two waves. Because we got a lot to talk about with wrestling these days. We took last week off because apparently you were sick, and I was just so goddamn exhausted. We have the Rumble coming up. We have a last man standing match with the IC belt. Steal the show. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Steal the show. Tag team match. Eh. U.S. title match. Should steal the show. And of course, the Royal Rumble yeah. match. We're just going to steal the show. Dave, I think I'm seeing a trend here in stealing the show. Yes, I agree. We also had Sting in the first induction to the Hall of Fame. We can talk about that right off the bat because it's considered old news, but something we need to talk about. So stick right there. Best of the rest. Best Royal Rumble entrance. Dave, your uh, fucking thing went out. Yeah, I turned it off. Don't worry. It's I'll a, be turning it, it on and off. Those different process. colors, dude. That's really cool. Yeah. We will discuss your unicorn turning up right here on the Kings of the Rings podcast, where you name a king, a ring, 
Ich schaffe es, gerade Playlist Music. Uh, you can hear Sammy Zayn's music through your speakers, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah I could hear it through my speakers. Christian, Christian never could. I don't understand why. I could, it was kind of throwing us off, but whatever. And I can hear a little bit of a ringing. So, Dave, how much did that unicorn horn cost? Uh, I believe it was like $15. $15 for a glow stick and a headband. Yeah, no, I got it because uh, on the 8th, I'm flying down to Miami for Holy Ship, and uh, I wanted to bring uh, some more rave rave stuff so i got this and i'm gonna be uh wearing kalisto's uh mask for a little bit of it and you know i also pre-ordered the uh vince mcmahon mugshot t-shirt because i mean why Wait, the that's, fuck not? that's on a t-shirt yeah dude, oh I'll my god that's hysterical yeah send, send me a link i might have to buy one how much are you paying for that i think it was like uh 20 and it pre-ordered comes out on the it's like 20 or 30 typical uh shirt price but uh it comes out on the first there was a, that was a great that was a great photo. It was fucking hysterical, but damn that unicorn horn when you go to holy ship. I think it's gonna steal the show. Yeah, I mean, I'm just so pissed off at how they put the title on Kalisto to take it off the next the very next fucking yeah. Smackdown. Um, if WWE was smart, which they can be. Um, I think this match will kick off the Rumble. Uh, Del Rio versus Kalisto. These two guys um, have shown over the past few weeks their chemistry is pretty pretty phenomenal. Um, these guys can work with each other in the ring. Um, they can even call their spots in Spanish. But if you can pick it up, that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, putting it on the belts. I sent out a tweet uh, saying, like, I'm officially a fan. Uh, T is in Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. I've got through the plugs. But that's okay. Just to have him drop it the next night seemed really strange. I seemed like this, 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 this to put it on SmackDown saying, "Hey, this is SmackDown's new. Anything can happen." But no, I mean, it. I've never agreed with, except for the Hardcore Championship, with like you know how it was twenty four seven, putting a title on someone only for it to be taken off the very next show. And I mean, especially like Kalisto is one of the most over wrestlers in the company right now. Yeah. Obviously, they're not going to have him, you know, go for the heavyweight championship. But I mean, he's really good for the United States title, especially being the fact that, you know, it's considered a secondary title. And I think it's a really big slap in the face for him to get that upset victory to lose it. And then, I mean, even in their... Even in the tag team match last night, Del Rio has a problem with wrestling luchadors because he's always trying to take off the fucking mask. And that's a huge a huge disrespect to the whole tradition. And he's already unintentionally masked Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara in the past. Well, he did it to... Uh, didn't he do it to Sin Cara like two weeks ago? He slipped it off and he just put it back on. Uh, I think that was Kalisto, but uh, they. Well, I either way, Dave, you could just use that for heel heat, which as a heel, these days it's kind of hard to get real heat. Trying to take off the mask is something he can do to get real heat, um, because it's something the announcers can touch upon, like, oh, it's so disrespectful, yada yada yada. I I agree with you, except for the fact that in order for it to be used 
for heel heat, it has to be done in a part of the match where the heel heat can be established. But him do him doing it like five minutes into the match with like it, it when he did it, it didn't really serve that purpose. Yeah. And I mean, I as a whole, I've never really liked Del Rio. No, me neither. He honestly, and, seeing him back right now, it looks like he doesn't care. It looks like he doesn't want to fucking be there. He's just kind of there I, for the paycheck. I 100% agree with you. And I mean, you know, the League of Nations, they're starting to, you know, come into their own. But I mean, dude, like, do we even know if all if they're going to be in the Royal Rumble? Um, I think they, they, like, they kind of announced it on Monday. Right now, the official, uh, people are on the, it's on, it's on, uh, WrestlingInc.com. It says, Roman Reigns, Lesnar, Jericho, Sheamus, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Harper, Rowan, Big Show, Ziggler, Ryback, Stardust, and Curtis Axel. So it doesn't have, doesn't have the rest of the League of Nations put in there, but with their promo on Monday night, yeah, they're gonna be in there. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's going to be weird. I think with them, we might start seeing some within stable uh, heat, be- especially with the whole, like, uh, everyone for themselves kind of yeah. thing. So I think they're going to, you know, do work together to clear the ring. But then I, I mean, I, I was really, uh, really impressed with the, ending highlight reel slash uh you know the league of nations yeah the wyatt family like the wyatt family are really putting themselves uh as a force to be reckoned with in the match and i i'm still holding with my uh brock lesnar prediction except i think it's gonna be one of those uh two people are eliminated at the same time things but uh why it's going to be a wild card. I don't know. I was thinking a lot about this over the week, which we'll actually get into when we actually talk about the Rumble. But, um, yeah, that final segment on Raw was pretty solid. Uh, let's kick it back a little bit to the opening segment. The show started off with Roman Reigns coming out, uh, calling out Brock Lesnar, fine. Chris Jericho comes out. Oh, okay. Um, they talk a little bit. League of Nations comes out. Whatever. Um, Jericho kind of spats him on the mic. I don't know, Jericho... I love Jericho on the mic, I, I really do. I like him on the mic, but recently he's been a little hokey. He's just, he's been pandering to the crowd, trying to force chance, um, his little wit- witty remarks to each individual, um, even Roman Reigns bouncing off him, like, you know, that smug-ass look on his face, like, oh yeah, me. Yeah. Luck- Limiting Rusev, that was fine. Um, him as a referee... Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I, I I actually really liked him as a referee, especially with uh the way he um kicked uh the League of Nations out from ringside. Yeah, and he did it in like a comical way. He's obviously you know coming off as a uh, a comical babyface character, but I mean I'm th- I'm thinking at WrestleMania he's gonna be in a match with um one of the members of the. Uh, one of the members of the League of Nations. He could be. He's been, but he's been bouncing around everywhere. Cause last week, yeah, he, last week he was in the whole shit with the New Day. He was with the New Day. Now he's with the League of Nations with Roman Reigns. It's like it's kind of confusing what's going on. But yeah, the match with Rusev, <coughs> excuse me, was a 
pretty good match. Uh, it's good to see Rusev back. He was injured with, like, a shoulder or something. Uh, Jericho was just having fun eliminating everyone, which, I mean, I was sitting on my couch, and I was just like, okay. I had, I gave it, I gave it a little chuckle, because, I mean, whenever you see a wrestler having fun or showing, like, legit emotion, it comes off to the viewer, and I was like, okay, I can have fun with this, too. The crowd is, yeah. that's the whole, that's, like, the biggest, uh, that anyone got the crowd to pop. This crowd last night sucked ass. I mean, Columbus, Ohio's never really been that, uh, hasn't ever really had that crazy of, like, a, uh, crowd, but, I mean, for a go-home show, they were, like, dead fish, man. They yeah. really were. Especially at the end, when Paul Heyman was doing his best to, like, get something out of the crowd. Him and Jericho were going back and forth. Two guys who were great on the mic, by the way. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, the crowd it, was just, is this a sad, sad floppy dick? It was just unfortunate. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I, I think, I think what Chris Jericho's doing is he's Basically, working to put over people, like put over wrestlers in all the different uh, feuds. And you, if there's anyone who could do that, it is absolutely the Ayatollah of rock and roll. Yeah. But it's just like he. I think we're gonna start seeing, especially with the fact that uh we have the Rumble this Sunday, we're gonna start seeing an actual feud pan out for him because he is scheduled for Fastlane. He is scheduled for Mania, and I think he's going to be here until, uh, I think, right after Mania. Probably to Extreme Rules or something. Yeah, probably to Extreme Rules, but I, I'm not sure if we're going to see him at Extreme Rules. I'd be okay with that. I'm I'm cool with Jericho being back. I'm, it's interesting. He's been back, what, like three weeks now, and he's not stepped foot in the ring? Well, uh, with Jericho, they, I mean, he, before he even came back to TV... He actually has been working a lot of uh, matches in um on the live events. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't wrestled I, on TV, which is kind of interesting because he he can still go. He's in his forties, oh, but he's in shape, man. He, he is. In he absolutely shape. can still go, but I'm pretty sure he's on one of those uh pay by uh appearance um yeah contracts. Contract, so yeah, and I think that includes live events. And then a different figure for uh, the, you know, TV shows and stuff. So I'm pretty sure that uh, they're kind of doing what how they've been doing with Lesnar. Using him so sporadically on TV. Like, he'll come back, then he'll be gone for a couple weeks. So I think they're trying to save his uh, TV appearances and, like, his wrestling appearances for... You know, the more important stuff. I think we'll see him uh, taking a lot of bumps between uh, the Rumble and Fastlane. Especially, I mean, isn't Fastlane the third week in uh, February? Uh, probably. It's probably like the week of the 20th. Yeah, I'm thinking the 20th, 21st. Yeah, I think I think the 20th is a Saturday because my birthday is that Tuesday. Well, the 16th. well let's see. Uh, the cruise is 13. The 20th is a Saturday, so I'm thinking it's the 21st. But, you know, neither here nor there. Um, yeah. I mean, and, like, it. it's interesting the way they're doing the Rumble because, I mean, they haven't even announced half the half the field yet. You know what? I like so, that, though. No, absolutely. It's right leaving, now, it's, it's 13 names on this it's list. It's leaving a lot of room for, you know, surprise entrance. But, you know, it... It's also limiting potential 
feuds, like they're really relying on feuds to be established in yeah. that match. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Um, I don't know if they even have a set plan going in because they need to tread very carefully. This is probably the most important night in wrestling in a very long time. Oh, absolutely. Like, if they screw this up, they are in very, very, very big trouble. And at least last year they screwed up and they had time to fix it, and they did fix it. They had a fallback plan. There is no fallback plan here. At least I can't think of one. That's just, and that's just the new guys that could potentially come in, but I can't see them making a big enough impact in such a short time. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Interesting to say the least. So, um, let's actually... No, before we get to the card, uh, last week it was announced that Sting, not the singer, but the icon Sting, will headline the 2016 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. Interesting choice to headline. I believe he's from Texas. Um, yeah, I think he's from San Antonio. But it's interesting that McMahon would choose a WCW guy slash TNA guy to headline his pay-per-view class for the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Well, I mean, one of the things about bringing him... A a lot of people have the belief that one's career isn't truly, you know, established until they have that match in the WWE. Yeah. The expectation, we all know, was for it to be Sting Taker. However, you know, they ended ended up going with uh, Sting Triple H, and, you know, I can't... I can, you know, fault them on that, except, like, I I wasn't a fan of the match completely except for seeing the, the icon in a ring at WrestleMania. Now, also, as you can tell, they don't really like to put technically active or part-time wrestlers in the Hall of Fame, so I'm not sure if this is kind of like giving that nod that uh, we may have seen the last of the Stinger? I think so, because the only active wrestler that's ever been put in the Hall of Fame is Ric Flair, and he retired the next night. Yeah, and and he's also <laughs> in the Hall of Fame twice, you know, twice. Yeah. before Horseman and Ric Flair. And, I mean, so you know, he did have that really bad injury. I was really hoping to see him, you know... Against Taker, I think both of them want to have it, but I 100% believe he deserves to be in the... Oh, no doubt. Game. No and doubt. No. I have no problem with him as, you know, headliner. However, it it's bittersweet because it's making me think that uh, he's done with in-ring competition. And then that brings me, you know, to the question whether he's going to, you know still be like you know a on-air personality maybe like you know a manager maybe a leader of a stable no like, I, I can't see him doing that i mean he's he's in his 50s if anything he'll probably just have a backstage role or i could see him being like a trainer or something because he's he's getting up there but he's short with seth rollins guy can still go in some yeah, capacity he, he, guy can I mean, still move. I, hopefully this uh injury that he's recovering from i mean I haven't heard much from it recently, but apparently it was, like, really bad. And, can, I mean, I think he's, what, 54? Something like that. 
Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, the older you get, the harder those bumps, you know, uh, affect you. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there was ever a time when I disliked Sting. Like, he he's just been such a Not, evolving character. Yeah, honestly, and I mean, he has. Think about it. He started his career as Surfer Sting. So goofy, so cartoony, but it was perfect for what WCW was going for. It was perfect for the kids. It was perfect for adults, even. Then yeah. NWO came in, the Attitude Era came in, and someone was like, hey, Sting, why don't you play the crow? And he's like, okay. And that worked. That worked. That actually worked really well. It's probably it, the best. The best part of Sting's career is Crow Sting. Yeah, I mean, he never talked. He, he would show up randomly in the rafters, you know, bat in hand. He was mysterious, and I mean, that that's when he started. Uh, I think that's around the time when he started earning the uh, comparisons to Taker yeah. when, because they were both like so mysterious. You could never, you never knew what they were going to do next. Yeah, and he won the belt off Hogan at Starcade uh, 97, I believe. And I, I mean, unfortunately, I'm, I'm never, as a fan, I'm not going to be uh, content until I see Taker sting. And I guess I might just have to, you know, rely on. 2K16 for that? Honestly, I think if Sting is healthy, if he can wrestle, I think this is the year we see Taker Sting. Because they obviously had they had some rumors they had plans for Taker Cena. I can't see them planning anything else that yeah, Taker can really do. I, the last article I read, they, they are completely dumbfounded on what to do. If Sting can go, I think your only option is to put him with Sting. People would go nuts for that match. That's a huge draw. Even if the in-ring product itself wouldn't be so fantastic, this is a dream match for a huge audience of fans. Now, it's been documented that Vince McMahon just doesn't quite see the money in it. He doesn't quite see the draw. But this literally might be his only option. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's... As fans, we don't know what's going on, and I don't really think the uh, bookers know what's going on either, and it's kind of depressing, but neither here nor there. It's also not really their fault. But Dave, did you ever watch no. Did you ever watch Sting and TNA? Yep, I, I watched him a lot. As I was especially drawn to uh, his work in TNA when um, Hogan and Bischoff were uh, – in charge of the stable immortal. Yeah, the uh, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. That's probably, honestly, that uh, Bound for Glory in 2010 is probably one of my favorite pay-per-views, like, ever. Isn't, isn't that the one when um, Jeff Hardy yeah. had to lose the title? It was, like, it was, it was a triple threat seconds. match. It was a triple... Th no, that that was... Uh, ooh. I forget the name of that one, but that was that was way later. This oh, that, was, that was Slammiversary. N no, it wasn't Slammiversary. It was um that was against Sting though. This the main event was Miss, Mr. Anderson, Jeff Hardy, and I forget the third guy. Maybe, oh, shit, Rob Van Dam. For the vacant um title, no, it wasn't. And, and then uh, fucking, oh yeah, that's when uh, Hogan and Bischoff. Yeah, that's when Immortal. Uh, that's when Immortal first came to be. When uh, Abyss, yeah. Abyss with everything with Abyss. Um, I've never seen a guy more over than Abyss, honestly. 
um, back then. Uh, that was when that Sting was like telling Dixie, like Sting was being built up as a heel, and it was like telling Dixie, like trust me, trust me, and then like he he's the only one who knew that Hogan and Bischoff were bad news. And honestly, that whole pay per view, the Machine Gun, the Motor City Machine Guns had an amazing match with the Dudleys. Right after that, uh, Team 3D, excuse me. Right after that, Team 3D broke off and Bully Ray became Bully Ray. That pay per view was honestly one of the best I've ever seen. If I can ever go back and watch it, I'll try and find it. Because yeah, like, I, you can find a lot of that stuff on YouTube. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I watched Sting a lot when um he was the Joker Sting. Did you like Joker Sting? This is my yeah, next I, question. I I, I I I loved it because so the thing is, many people hated it. The internet shat on it continuously. The, I loved it. It was so I, good. Sting was amazing. <coughs> I really liked it because it it really showed what um to what ex- like levels thing can take his character and i mean i it, i liked that it, it was something different and i mean you know the face paint was different but like him him against like that whole establishment was phenomenal i i loved him and and then also i loved his work when he was part of the main event mafia was that back in um the main event mafia was no there was there was two there was two parts of it there was one in like 2009 end of 2009 where it just broke off right when i started watching um, and that was it was starting to come back but then they had to kill the angle because uh fucking um one of the guys uh signed elsewhere yeah booker t was in the main event mafia yeah i booker t and kevin nash that's it, they had to kill the angle right after uh, it was right after the Royal Rumble because since all the events were taped, they made their debut at the Royal Rumble and then they couldn't air any of those clips anymore. That's right, because um, I first started. I the first TNA I watched was um, the Go Home Show to Bound for Glory 2009. That was in October. And then following forward was when the main event mafia started going else going going elsewhere. And then they got into AJ Styles and Fortune and Hogan signed and blah 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 blah. Ten ten ten. Fortune four. I kinda liked Fortune too, honestly. There was a lot of TNA I liked back in the day when I first started watching. But some of them might be in the Royal Rumble. So Dave, let's get to this card. Um this first uh finally wrap it up Sting Talk. Yeah, one one of the greatest of all time. Um definitely deserving I'm interested in who's going to induct him. I'm interested at his speech. I'm interested to see if he's going to wrestle. I read somewhere that Ric Flair is going to induct him. It has to be Ric Flair, quite honestly. Um, So, Dave, into the Royal Rumble. Like I said earlier, I think the first um, match is going to be Del Rio versus Kalisto, United States Championship. I disagree. I think the first first match is going to be the Tag Team Championship. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess... Order doesn't quite matter. We're going to start off with the uh, United States. So this house is going to work. Uh, we're going to fancy book it. And then we're going to actually book it. So first of all, who do you want to win this match? And how do Caliso. you want to win it? Caliso, 100%. Absolutely. Um, Selena Del Sol, even a roll-up, he needs to win. He has the crowd behind him. He has the momentum. And he needs the belt. It's that simple. Especially with the fact that Del Rio is not really doing much with the title, like, I liked how he debuted at Hell in the Cell. I yep. liked 
him taking the title from Cena. Except then, obviously, you know, Cena took time off and got injured. But Del Rio turned the title from something that was being raised with Cena's, you know, open the the United States Championship open open challenge to barely being defended anymore. Yeah, I went back down to the basement. Um, and the thing is, you you can't do that. And then to have these belts, these lower belts, be relevant, they need to be in matches. They need to be defended. Not even like so much as Cena did, but Cena was wrestling every single week, sometimes twice a week with this belt. Del Rio barely wrestles. I mean, at least Ambrose is in matches, but that's more to tell a story what happens after the match. But the IC belt actually means something because, one, Kevin Owens wants it, and two, because Dean Ambrose is wrestling with it. This U.S. title pretty much means nothing, and... It's not. It's it's the person that makes the belt, not the belt that makes the person. We say that time and time again. And Kalisto can make this belt. Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, I like it, he, especially with Sin Cara being injured. Like they need to keep the Lucha Dragons relevant, and with if, with them putting the title on him, and then treating the that title as almost like another light heavyweight championship sort of a thing, yeah. and like. If you notice, Kalisto's botching significantly less now. Agreed. I noticed that too. And the thing is, like, he's he's just working magic in the ring, and like, I think of I think with all the like progress he's made, he I think he deserves it. Like, he totally deserves it. Absolutely. Especially with that spot that he did at TLC. And the fact that, you know, even with his partner injured, he's still keeping the tag team as a whole relevant. Yeah. All right, Dave. So, that being said, we both agree we want Kalisto uh, to win. Who do you think is going to win? Who's walking out with the belt? I think it's – I think Del Rio's walking out, but I think it's he's walking out through uh, disqualification. No. I can't – honestly, I can't really see this going much further. I just think Kalisto is going to win um, cause, because it's smart. You need you need a new blood being built up going into the biggest event of all time. And I just think it's the better move. I think I just think it makes more sense. So maybe not the, maybe not the brightest idea, but I'm going with my heart this one. I honestly think Kalisto is going to win. And I think he's going to carry this belt and he's going to have a damn good feud. He's going to have a feud with Sin Cara going into Mania or something like that. Something cool. I mean, they. I do know they've all, like they wanted to have Sin Cara or Rey Mysterio a couple WrestleManias ago, so they could uh, try and break the record for um, most of uh, people wearing a luchador mask. What is with WWE? Well, that's actually a really records. good idea. Yeah, but what is with WWE and trying to break records? <laughs> I mean, unfortunately. It, it, while, like, to professional athletes, like, you know, yeah, we'll, it, they'll be like, yeah, it would be great to do that, but, you know, it's not like a be-all, end-all. Fortunately, with the way WWE's product is right now, that they kind of need to, like, do that. I'm surprised they haven't announced the location for WrestleMania 33 yet. Well, they're saying um, it might be Orlando. Yeah, they're saying it might be Orlando. I know for a while they were talking about... Minnesota. No, I can't. I know. For, and then I also know they were talk. 
if not this upcoming one, one of the following two uh, in Los Angeles since uh, they're going to have that new stadium for the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, that would be cool. So I'm, I'm definitely thinking Orlando. Okay, I could see that. So Dave, but no, go ahead. I I want I would love to see Kaliso win. I would love to. I'm hoping he'll win. However, Del Del Rio is just so so dirty of a heel that I can't see it being a fair match. Yeah, I could agree with that. Okay, so moving on, we can now move on to the tag team championship: New Day versus the Usos. Uh, this rivalry is flat. Uh, the Us uh, the Usos are flat. Quite honestly, New Day has been flat. They picked, they did their best work uh, last night that they have in the past few weeks uh, with the funeral of Francesca. But rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, Biggie looked great in the ring, but honestly, I don't know who's gonna win this match. I could see the Usos, but honestly, I think it's still gonna be New Day. I mean. In all honesty, I I never thought I would say this. I actually care more about the Divas Championship match than the tag team title match because of exactly what you just said. Both teams are flat, and the thing is, there's only so much longer you can keep this going around, like keep this going on. Because regardless, this has to be the end of the feud. Yep. They're like they need to get another tag team involved, like. That's not going to be the Dudleys because the Dudleys are embroiled with the Wyatts. I figure both of them will be in the Rumble, and I think they're going to get separated, and I think we might see Bubba go. I think we might see them both do some single stuff. But, like, the division's so weak. Like, what do you do? I mean, frankly, I, I could care less one way or another. Honestly, yeah. I honestly don't give a damn who wins this match. I don't necessarily want New Day to break up, um, but I don't want the Usos to win either. Like, because I mean, I also, when you think about it, Kofi Kingston has to be in the Rumble because he's like had two or three Rumbles where he's had some crazy friggin' spots. Yeah, he'll be in the Rumble. I think all like, three of them will be in the Rumble. So, I mean, it, you know, it's just they're not really... Like, they're still over, but it's just they're not doing anything. They, they've stagnated. But, I mean, they can't be doing that bad because I did buy a fucking... I did buy this, except I didn't buy it for them. I bought it for raves. So, it, it really doesn't bother me one way or another. So, in all honesty, I hope it... I, I'll just say I hope it ends with a double count out. <laughs> no contest? No contest. You know I, hope, I hope they go to a 15-minute draw. They reach a time limit. Even though uh, WWE doesn't oh, do that, that or like, or I hope like Francesca too gets debuted and gets broken. I don't know. Brings out a saxophone. <laughs> that that actually would be pretty cool. I thought they were gonna do that, but uh, honestly, I think New Day is gonna win. win. Dave, who's your official? Yeah, pick? yeah, New Day. Okay. I mean, yeah. As you can tell, I really don't care about the match enough. No, I don't either. But we're gonna move on. So yeah, we can move on to the the match that's gonna steal the show. Dave, it's gonna absolutely steal the show, and that is the WWE Divas Championship match. We have Charlotte, the designated heel, 
um, the heel who's been doing pretty well recently for as heels go. Oh uh, is- yeah, I mean, if you notice, she's also starting to dress like you know darker colors, like yeah. the she was wearing black on Raw. Like we can both agree, Ric Flair always was better as a heel because of you know he he could pull off the you know rich uh the rich like uh provided for a douchebag and his daughter is no different mm-hmm. except i mean becky lynch did bring up a lot of good points in her her after match um after match promo oh my god no becky lynch let me just talk about becky lynch for a second i remember a few weeks ago i shit on her for saying yep. he, how she can't do a promo and she's not that good in the ring she should be back in nxt yep i take it back all of it oh. I I was actually last night when I was uh, watching uh the match and also watching the uh promo I was thinking the exact same thing I was wondering if you were going to take it back about uh about her and the thing is I'm I was kind of indifferent about her except yo like the way she was moving in the ring yesterday especially like the off the ropes into like a switch uh, leg drop, like she she was coming from crazy directions. Yeah, and I mean, yo, that disarm her submission. I used to think it was a joke, but yo, it looks it it, it looks really freaking painful. No, I was looking at it last night from a certain angle. The way the camera had it, it doesn't look like it hurts at all. It looks like your arms just going like this. Like, I mean, if you actually applied torque and actually applied pressure, yeah, I'd probably hurt like a bitch. But, um, it just, I think it all comes down to the selling. Maybe, maybe Tamina just didn't sell it that well. But, T- Tamina should be fired. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, like, no. She, she, she's terrible. Becky, Becky has improved tenfold in the ring. Her, uh, mic skills have improved a hundredfold. That, oh, absolutely. That promo and- she cut, that promo in and out of the <coughs> ring, I was like, damn, girl, whoever taught you how to cut a promo... Should get a raise because and, and, and the, the craziest thing is she cut she started it with Charlotte and then she even led it to being cut on Ric Flair and you don't just throw Ric Flair's name into one of your promos unless you can do it and she did it really well she did and yeah. I mean you know obviously we both figured she was gonna get the title shot. But, like, yo, she, the three of them really sold that promo with, like, you know, the emotions, with, like, the, with everything. I'm so looking forward to that match. I, I would too. love to see Becky win, except I don't think they're going to take the title off of Charlotte going into Mania season. No. So, but I think we're we're going to see a... We're going to see a big switch in the, uh, you know, uh, competitors in the Divas division. Because don't forget, we also saw the Queen of Hearts back in uh, back in the ring yesterday. No, that was that was just to promote Total Divas. Oh, I, I understand that. But the thing is, she's a phenomenal wrestler, too. She might be like a one-time thing for Fastlane, but um, no, I totally agree. Becky Lynch, as much as I want her to win, as much as I think she should win, she's not going to win. I also like, I don't know if you, you probably noticed this, um, Ric Flair accepted the match, and Charlotte was kind of this like 
Wait, what? What are you doing? So I could easily see Charlotte is a heel, and to get the ultimate heat right now, or the ultimate praise, it's kind of a little risky now that I think about it, she's probably going to turn on Ric Flair. They're not going to do that. I mean, think, think about it. If she turned on Ric Flair, how do you think the crowd would respond? Will they boo the shit out of her, or they'd praise her? It, it it would it would be a uh, let's go Cena Cena sucks crowd. It, it 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 would be half and half. But I mean, even I don't think they're going to do that, especially because of Mick Foley's been saying he would love to come back and uh kind of you know be a manager for. Becky Lynch, I think in the only reason for Ric Flair to be on TV right now is because of uh him with Charlotte and there and just him being involved with the product right now on TV, it's going to um put seats in the it's gonna put asses in the seats. Yeah, it, he it also said, if I'm not mistaken, he's gonna be bringing Lawrence Taylor to Raw next week. Interesting. So the, I don't think we're gonna see him turn. Who knows? Maybe we could see Mick Foley come back and kind of even the uh, even the odds to prevent Ric Flair from getting uh, getting involved in the match. Who knows? It would be a good pop. Uh, if Becky has came on, it's like, well, bro, Rick, I got a, I got a surprise for you. I, I can't do a Becky Lynch accent, but the only thing I don't like about Becky Lynch is her voice. God. I mean, at, at least her skin isn't pale as, like, milk as Seamus is. No, her voice is just too deep. Like, she'd be, a, no. she'd be incredibly attractive if she didn't have orange hair and she didn't have a voice of a man. Dude, that- dude, she, she, she's attract, bro, she's attractive regardless. Bro, like, get the fuck out of here. But, I mean, <laughs> yo, I, I, I'm still waiting for the call from my girl, Sasha. Yeah, I want Sasha to come back. I think, I th- honestly, I st- I'm still going by this. I'm still going Sasha Banks versus Charlotte for Mania. Because I honestly think they turned Sasha, I mean, they turned Charlotte heel so they could turn Sasha face. And that would yep. be a crazy match. Because the crowd I, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be a triple threat at Mania. I'd also be okay with that. And I think I think that's gonna depend highly on Sunday because think about it, we got one two three four five matches on the card. The rumble takes an hour, so you got another like. Uh, the rumble takes at least an at hour. At least an hour, so you got another two hours, two and a half hours for four two, matches. Four, let's see, thirty one two timer starts. It's at least forty eight, except it, it, it'll go to like an hour fifteen, hour thirty. It, no, it usually goes a. I mean, you figure uh. Mysterio was in number uh, number one or number two and or whatever. And he won 62 minutes 62 and 18 12, seconds. 62-12 uh, oh, or whatever. I, Benoit was in number one. He went an hour, one minute, and like 21 seconds. So the match takes an hour and change up to an hour 10. But either way, you got two and a half hours for four matches. This is your co-main event. Um, They're going to get time. They are going to get time to work. Co-main, the co-main event is going to be the IC belt. I, I don't I don't know I, I I think it should be the divas especially if they're gonna give the girl the girl some time. Well, I mean, there. But they're gonna steal the show, Dave. They're gonna steal the show. Oh, I, I, I agree that the divas championship down. is gonna steal the show, especially with the fact that 
three of the four competitors in the well no like I don't think Kalisto will be in the Rumble. However, I'm pretty sure the New Day will be in. Don't think the Usos will be in. I think Ambrose and Kevin Owens will be in. Sass, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But Dave, wrapping up the Divas, final pick. Um, who do you want to win and who's going to win? I want it to be Becky. I firmly believe it's going to be Charlotte. Okay. However... You know, I uh, a man can dream. I am in the exact same boat. Um, Becky deserves it. But then again, Charlotte also deserves it. I'm just excited for a fun match. I, see, this is the kind of match that I don't care that, I, that I'm 99% sure this is how it's going to end. Because it's going to be a fun match. Another fun match is going to be the IC title match. Last man standing. When they announced last man standing, I'm thinking, wow, that's big. It's, that, that, these two are that, gonna, that match is going to take like 45 minutes. These two are going to tear it down for sure. They're also going to get time, probably around 30. Um, and I think this this ultimately means a match like this is a match built for baby faces. The, uh, it, I, I believe Ambrose is going to win. I, I agree. I, I mean, I... I it's it's going to be a very very physical match, obviously. Um, however, like it, the internet wrestling community, we've been talking about a Reigns or Ambrose heel turn. So you know it, it'll be interesting. But I mean, Last Man Standing it really opens up a lot of uh possibilities because don't forget the fact that Ambrose is still like you know aligned with Roman Reigns, we could see some interferences we, we by the League of Nations. We could see interferences by the USA. We could see interferences across the board. You're, no, you're right. Uh, this match, yeah, now you bring that up. Dave, this match is a wild card, quite honestly. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It, because it, it, it could it, go either way. Both of them deserve it. Uh, with Kevin Owens' work recently, I still I still think it was a mistake to take the belt off him in the first place. But Ambrose is a worthy champion. He has brought legitimacy to the belt, which I talked about earlier. Um, these two have good chemistry. The build-up to this feud could have been better. Um, it yeah. was exactly what I said it should have been. These two beating the hell of each other. But it lacked mic work. We had yep. Ambrose on commentary once or twice. We had Owens on commentary on Monday, which was At, phenomenal. Uh, Owens has been on commentary like just about every time Ambrose has had a match. But I found it funny that Owens uh, announced on Twitter looks uh, looks like uh, John Bradshaw Layfield could use some uh, company next to Michael Cole and Byron Saxon's stupidity. I actually saw that tweet as it went into um commercial and then I come back and then it's uh him calling out Michael uh Michael Cole was just like so Kevin you just tweeted yada 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 and he's like yeah don't you guys have a uh job to do instead of reading <laughs> he's like tweets? he's like should you be you should be doing a job instead of checking Twitter but Kevin, um, no, Kevin like, Owens was I, great. Telling Byron Saxon to shut up. Uh, Kevin Owens is just amazing. I'm not going to lie. He is growing on me. He, he really, be. He really is growing on me. And the thing is, I don't consider this match a wild card for 
who's going to win or lose. I consider this match a wild card because both participants are on, like, the outside of the, like, central feuds for the product right now. So the thing is, there's so much you could do. They are in their own little universe where, honestly, anything could happen. I never thought about a run-in. That's the only way Kevin Owens is winning this match. He's not winning it clean. No, not at all. But, I mean, I don't recall a a, uh, last man standing match that was clean. I mean, it's last man standing for a reason. No, Uh, it's no holds barred, and you have to have your opponent down for the count of ten. Like it's gonna be physical. There will be blood, and I mean it. It's gonna have a lot of uh, residual uh, effect on moving forward uh, following the pay per view. Because I mean. However that match ends, we have to figure we're going to see some repercussions in the Rumble itself. See, I I don't think either of these guys are in the Rumble. McMahon usually does not like them doing double duty. And specifically for a last man standing match, you got to sell the match. Yo, I understand that, except McMahon and his... uh. When he had all the the whole company on the stage, he wouldn't just randomly name people. He did name Ambrose. He did name Owens. I and the thing is, I can't see them not because they're so. Both of them are so over with the crowd. It would be stupid for them not to be in the Rumble. It really would. It would be. It really would be. But I just don't see it happening. So wrapping it up, uh, you think Ambrose is going to win? I think Ambrose is going to win. I want Ambrose to win. Okay. However, I... It's also one of those that doesn't completely, like, one way or another affect me because I am banking on both of them in the Rumble, and I think regardless of who wins... Their actions in the Rumble are going to have major implications on the uh, the winner of that. Okay. I'm also picking Ambrose. I think Ambrose is going to win. But I got to go with my heart. I want Kevin Owens to win. I want him to have the belt. I, I, I just want him to. I don't think he's going to because rumors are he's going to be facing um, Taker at Mania. Which doesn't really make sense, but hell. No, it doesn't at all. It doesn't make but, sense, but I could see it happening. Also, another reason why I don't think it's going to be Owens is because Owens recently uh, made a return appearance on NXT. He did? Yeah. I forget exactly which day, but no, he definitely did. I watched the video. Interesting. Okay. So we'll move on to the actual Rumble itself. Dave, 13 names. We can cross off the bottom nine. <laughs> Okay, before I want to get into winners and finales, because I have a few things I would like to see happen. It would be really cool to happen. Let's talk surprises. Surprise entrance. Surprise entrances. I see Vader coming back. I, I, I agree with you because Vader is also rumored to be uh, 
involved in this uh, Hall of Fame class. Um, and I also it. We were talking last week about uh, Styles, uh, Nakamura, Gallows, and Anderson. Yeah. Ga- Gallows and Anderson are coming to the. Uh, they'll be coming to the performance center in a month or two. February, Nakamura's coming uh, to the center. AJ Styles' last ROH match, his last independent booking, is the night before Rumble. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and if, if anybody from that group is going to make a surprise entrance, it is AJ Styles. And Stephanie McMahon kind of teased it. She said on Monday night it, uh, when they were drawing, it could be any someone we haven't even seen yet. Yeah, it, 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 I mean that that was a terrible segment, by the way. It was. We 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 all we all knew it was gonna be a every ball was gonna have Roman Reigns, but I mean Vince McMahon struggling with those balls, throwing fucking them away, and Stephanie's like quips back and forth. Terrible segment, but she she did also imply that, and I mean. Did she? Did she imply AJ Styles, or did no, she? No, no, no. She, she implies she put emphasis on it could be someone we've never seen. So did she say never seen or haven't seen yet? Because there's a difference. Because she could be talking about Triple H. No, you want to let's here continue talking. Let me quickly pull up that pull a segment and play it. Yeah, yeah. Here, one I want to. It, it should. It should come through Skype. Uh, it should come through the recording. But yeah, I'm gonna go to the WWE.com and I'm gonna just play the whole segment. Okay. Yeah. Um, surprises. I guess you can consider Triple H a surprise. Um, to, uh, ta- I believe Taker is going to be going to come back. Ooh, would he be in the Rumble? I I think he might be. I was reading an article, and he's also from Texas. You could also put him, put the title on him for the final, final match at Rumble. I mean, final match at Mania, you know what I mean. Yeah, we could. We could. But you also got to assume Roman Reigns will be the number one contender. And Roman Reigns versus Undertaker, no thank you. Um, Uh, What? Possibility of NXT guys coming up? If anybody... If if, if Finn Balor, if AJ Styles is in Finn Balor's and if... And vice versa. Yeah. If anybody from NXT, it's going to be Finn Balor and only Finn Balor. The only other person I could possibly think of is Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. But I don't realistically see Baron Corbin um, making his debut in the Rumble because he is someone who is going to be big. He's someone Triple H has big plans for. And if he can improve enough, he's something McMahon will see money in because he's a big guy. Well, who do you expect them to – Because Obviously, if unless they're gonna have Finn Balor, uh, we're I think we're both kind of banking on Finn Balor to be involved, which will obviously mean that he's on his way up to the main roster. So then, who do you put the NXT Championship on? Corbin, Zayn, Samoa Joe? Yeah, any one of those three who were actually in a. Or number even one, Apollo who, Cruz. who were in a number one contenders match this Wednesday on uh, on uh, NXT. All right, Dave, I have the clip. 
Uh, she's about to get to it. Let's see what the bitch has to say. Yep. Stupid screen. Well, how about Sheamus? No. Could it be somebody that the WWE Universe has never even seen before? Okay. Right there. Okay, okay. Okay, so she's not, she's not alluding to Triple H. I was a thought. All right, jeez, I couldn't remember the exact words. Oh, oh no, no, I, I completely understand. I wasn't, like, calling you out, but I'm just saying, like, it wasn't until I... First off, anybody who was reading my live tweets last night from the podcast account can... I was really, like, kind of bothered about the... Can it be Roman Reigns? Who? Could it be Bray Wyatt? Who? I guess Vince McMahon was an owl last night. Yeah, I don't think Vince knew what he was doing last night. I think he was this little senile. I I think he was a little drunk. Yeah, probably. Well, he's pulling. He was drinking with Ric Flair backstage. <coughs> yep. All right. So back to the Rumble. Uh, yeah. So she was hitting towards AJ Styles. That would be a huge surprise. Um, Finn Balor is possibility. Um, other legends. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck. Maybe I'm trying to think of someone they haven't had in a few years. Like, um, Psycho Sid was a few years ago. DDP was last year. The Boogeyman was last year. They had ECW guys last year because um, they, they were in Pittsburgh or they were in Pennsylvania or Philly or wherever. Like, it, it, I mean, they, they've... The only... Alluding that's been done has been to the, you know, for Carl Anderson, Gallows, Nakamura, and Styles, like they they were trying to go uh to they were trying to get the other two, but the other two re-signed uh with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. The the Young Bucks got big money to stay with Ring of Honor. Yeah, if. Actually, you know who might come back? Rob, Va- I could see Rob Van Dam coming back. I could also see that. I know for a fact we won't see the Hardys because both of them are in contract till the end of February. Yep. Or um, <clears throat> even Goldberg. It could also be Goldberg, but Gold- Goldberg, Goldberg has only said he would. He, he said he would come back for one more match, but it would have to be for the right money. And for the right storyline, because his booking was terrible. I liked how it started with like him in The Rock, and that. But his last match, him in um, wasn't it him in Brock Lesnar? I don't know. I didn't watch back then. But but that was it was a god awful match. Yeah, I heard so many things about it. And the thing is, like, he still is like taking bookings here and there, and I believe, I believe he's. From the area of Texas? I'm not sure. I think so. Let me look that up right now. I don't know. So, um, while you look that up, uh, possibilities for, like, most eliminations, you know, little things like that. Who lasts the longest? Um, Roman Reigns is going to last the longest, regardless. Um, I don't think, I don't think he'll break the record for, uh, longest time in the Rumble, though. No. I don't think he's going to win, quite honestly. Um, Bray Wyatt is probably going to have the most eliminations. They're going to make him look good. Or Braun Strowman is going to look good. Um, uh, it, it's it's crazy. When you say that, like, I think that 
the Wyatt family are going to get all four of them in the ring quickly. The family's going to help him eliminate a lot. And then I could also see them being demanded to eliminate themselves. Yeah. And I could see them doing it. I don't think Bray Wyatt's going to have the most eliminations. But, I mean, I could see him winning it. Who, Wyatt? I could see Wyatt winning it. No. I mean, the booking for him has been okay. It hasn't been strong enough. I mean, they tried their hardest to make him look like a valuable contender on Monday uh, by destroying Lesnar, which I think this leads to them going into a feud into Mania, which I said last, uh, two weeks ago. Yes, you did. If, if and, anything and... proves that, it has to be on Monday. They did not just do that to make him look strong for a contender. He, they demolished Brock Lesnar. Quite no, they, they really did. And the thing is, you don't just demolish Lesnar without repercussions. Yeah. So these two guys, these five guys, four of them and then Lesnar, are going to collide in the Rumble. And I think one way or another, I don't think Lesnar's winning. I don't think Reigns is winning. I still think it's going to be Triple H because that makes the most sense to me. But Dave, let me ask you. Let me ask you. This is the first time in history the belt is being on the line, defended. Defended, yes, defended. And once again, I want to acknowledge I was live tweeting yesterday. I mistakenly said that. No, fuck that guy. I'm not. It was the second time being defended, but no, he was correct. I acknowledge my mistake that in 1992. The belt was vacant, so it was not being defended, but it was on the line. However, the WWE Twitter account said it's the first time that the belt is on the line in the Rumble, which is what I was intending to correct. I apologize. Yes, I have checked my facts, and I apologize for my mistake. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Anyway, Dave, could you see... Because there's a lot of risk going into this match. Um... And WWE loves to swerve us. Everyone thinks so-and-so is going to have the belt. So-and-so is going to have the belt. So-and-so is going to have the belt. Is it possible that there is no finish to this match? In, in that sense, do you mean... Put it this it, way. All, all 30 guys are out. You have your final four, final three, final two. And then you hear someone's music come out. And who comes out? Finn Balor. AJ, Anderson, and Gallows. Anderson and Gallows can't. Gallows is currently able to compete. Anderson has dates to finish leading up to February. Well, yeah, Anderson so did, can. He Anderson will not be able to show up. Well, so did Del Rio. No, but Del Del Rio did that. Del Rio was still a champion. Oh. But Anderson is not the same. I think Del Rio is a terror to work with in real life. So I think he did that. And don't forget, he was originally going to come back and they would take the AAA mega title off him, whatever. They ended up, like, stripping him, so it didn't even matter. Um... Could you Nakamura, imagine, could you imagine, oh, Nakamura, Nakamura also like was just recently stripped, but he's not coming until February. But Anderson, 
Anderson is not the type of guy who would completely burn the bridges with the Indies. So I don't see him coming out and they're not going to have him, they're not going to have Gallows come out without him. So I could see I could see Balor come out with AJ and it turning into like a storyline where they're coming. Yeah, cuz put it put it this way. Um you don't necessarily want Roman Reigns to drop the belt at Rumble, but you don't want him to be John Cena, start at one, win two years in a row, yada, 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 because that would drive the internet berserk. People would go berserk. I'd probably start booing him again. But you also don't want to have him drop the belt. So you want to swerve everyone and have a non-finish for your Royal Rumble. I mean, I don't believe we're going to have a non-finish of that sort. I believe we're going to have the fi- whoever are the final two. In this case, I'm well. Not it doesn't even have to be final two. Final two to final four. And I feel we could have, uh, fucking the final two active competitors in the rumble eliminate at the same time. A.K. kind of like how The Rock and Big Show were both eliminated at the same time. Fucking, I believe it was Bret Hart and Lex Luger. Um, I believe that was 94, but ultimately, I don't, I don't think we're going to have one winner of the Rumble. And I don't think we're going to... I can't, I can't see it being like two guys like going over together. Um, I think it's going to be a solid one person, like most years, or it's going to be a group of people fucking up the whole event, and Roman Reigns keeps his belt. Well, it... Because, I mean, there's so many different ways you could have it done. Even something as small as they're taking every chance to bring up that Curtis Axel was never officially eliminated last year. But it, it it's weird because I'm start I'm starting to lean towards what you're thinking with the Lesnar thing. However, I'm a man of my predictions and I don't change them. Especially like how he came back last week and you know annihilated everyone, then annihilated Reigns. However, like, th- this week, you know, Bray Wyatt did the annihilating. And, I mean, you know, it, it it's so open-ended. It is. Who's, who's your final four? My final four is Bray Wyatt. Wait, final four after all competitors have been? Yeah, after everyone. Uh, ooh. I'm taking Wyatt, uh, Reigns, Lesnar, and Triple. Ah, it sounds so like. See, they usually don't do that. WWE doesn't usually put the four biggest guys in the final four. It's usually like some random jobber like Heath Slater or Bo Dallas. No, no I, I, I think it. I'm not gonna say final four. I'm gonna say final 
five because okay. my final five, I believe it's going to be Trips, Bray, Reigns, Jericho, Lesnar. That's a pretty solid five. Because the thing is, Jericho wouldn't just randomly, for an opening and closing segment, insert his name with Brock Lesnar and Reigns as the top competitors for nothing. He's already had the he's already had the Bray Wyatt feud. I could see Jericho versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. Espe- especially don't don't forget they were kind of alluding to it before Brock Lesnar came out. Yeah. All right, David, now, we're kind of running out of time. So just finally, um, who who do you want to win? Obviously, Brock Lesnar. Who do you think is going to win? Trips. Trips? Okay, you're going, oh, so you turned to my side. Okay. No, yeah. no, no, I, I'm no, saying trips I, because it's that's going to perfectly set up Triple H, Roman Reigns. Well, it's going to probably be Triple H versus the winner of the number one contendership at Fastlane, which will turn into... Triple H versus Reigns at WrestleMania yeah. and Jericho Lesnar at Mania. Okay. I'm I'm struggling with my pick. I think Triple H and I, I kinda want Triple H. So, Dave, with that wraps up Royal Rumble this Sunday. Let's move on to Best of the Rest. Spelled W R E S T as in wrestling. Alright, Dave. Alright, Echo Echo gone? Yeah, the echo's gone. Oh, the echo's gone. Okay. Best of the rest, Dave. So we talked about it. Uh, returns in the Rumble. Uh, there have been a lot of them over the years. A lot of Royal Rumble moments I haven't even seen because I haven't seen that many Royal Rumbles, to be honest. But I can tell you, my favorite return was, I can't remember if he was 28, 29, or 30, was 2013 or 2012 when Edge came back. Grizzly Adams Edge. He had the Wait, big, here, let me check that for you. He had the big, bushy beard. And before this, I hated Edge. I despised Edge because this was before his injury and he was always a heel. He came back as a face and goddamn, for some reason... When that I, was 2010, I believe. 2010? Yeah, that was the only time he won the Rumble. Sounds right. When he came back and I heard Metalingus's, I heard his music... Damn, I, I popped at home, and I wanted him to win, and he won. It was, inc- it was an incredible moment. But other returns, obviously, something like Jericho, he's had a plenty of great returns. Um, even the, the Dudley last year when he had a good uh, – Bubba Way when he got a good big odd pop. That's your favorite? Edge, so Edge. Edge is your favorite. Edge is my favorite. Mine is 2008 with our man John Cena, final entrant, eliminating trips – like, tri- Triple H's face was just flabbergasted. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the thing is, it, it, it like, I think that was, that Rumble was at MSG. It was. And, like, I still remember, because at MSG, they would always use the small entrance. Yep. When, he, when and, he came out, you had Cena, you know. Yeah, came out, and then he just, like, puts his hands down, and he's just like, yeah, no, that was my favorite. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure he went on to win the title at 
Mania. No, 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 no. That was going into WrestleMania 24. Um, it was him versus Orton. Orton got disqualified. Okay, but he didn't. It wasn't too far far after that when he won the title. No, he won, and I think at uh, Backlash or like the pay per view afterwards. But it's just like seeing his face because I thought he may he may have been coming back with like you know especially with the black shirt as like you know maybe a a tweener leaning towards heel. But like you know he came back with like the Doctor Thugonomics like smirk yep. and just like you know he just looks and then Triple H's face like I've never seen Triple H look so scared in his life. He had that big yeah honestly. Um, if I was, that was right, um, I think I was probably watching wrestling around that time, but I was only watching SmackDown, I wasn't watching Raw, for some reason, um, yep. so I didn't watch that pay-per-view live, if I did, and I was in that moment, and I knew what was going on, that would definitely be my pick, but I had to go off what I've seen, and my pick is still Edge, I stand by that I'm pick. Pro- I'm probably gonna be watching that Royal Rumble, like, right after we finish this. Yeah. Damn, that's a good pick. That honestly, that has to be the best pick because they play that over and over. And no, but they really do. But it's it's one of those moments that's just phenomenal, and it is one of those moments that goes down as one of the best moments in Rumble history, if not the company history. Casino was out with an injury for a absolutely week, for like a while, and he was projected to come back three months later than he did. So he came back mad early, which is hence the shock. So and that was before like the internet; everyone knew everything. So. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people were hoping that his comeback would be like that this time, but unfortunately, like, I'm I'm surprised that he's still wrestling as well as he is, except he might have to start uh, cutting it down a bit, man. Yeah, well, he's, he's 38 years old. Um, yeah, especially if they want to get him that 16th and 17th title reign. Yeah. Well, no, it... it he, yeah, he just needs one to tie. Yeah, I think they're going to have him beat it, though. Uh, I mean... I don't know. Alright, that's that's a podcast for another time, Dave. Yeah. Let's, let's wrap this shit up. Best of the rest. It was a good show this week, but we'll get into yeah. that right after the music. You've been listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 20, insert number here. It stole the show. Dave, we stole the show. We right. stole the show. We, we're stealing the show. We're stealing the podcast. We're taking it by storm. It's me. It's me. It's Ripley Team. You can find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. I'll do the plugs at the end because everyone loves them at the end. Tears and Thomas. Oh. A-R-A-S-H-U-K. And that, of course, is 999. Alright, you can find Watch the World Rumble this Sunday on the WWE Network. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, myself or Dave will be live tweeting the show. I might not be watching it live because I have something to do. Dave, I gotta talk about that. Um, but I will be tweeting at Will Tarashuk, at KOTR underscore podcast. Find us there, follow us there, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, find us over the interwebs. Go to Tumblr, I don't care, go to Tumblr. Royal Rumble this Sunday. I'm excited. You're excited. Dave's excited. Because I'm Will Tarashuk. That's Dave Malkowitz. We're the kings of the rings. And we'll see you next week.